0: Yo, what's going on, y'all? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Welcome to Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal, episode 17.
1: What's going on? What's going on?
0: What's going on, guys? Thank you for joining us on another episode of Word to the Blurred, Getting your geekiness and your nerdiness on with us. We appreciate you joining us.
1: As always, you know, as Khalisa, said, we do appreciate it. I know I definitely appreciate it. Thank you guys for all of you who have checked out all of our episodes and, you know, hit us up with, Good and positive feedback and even like the negative feedback keep it coming because we want to know how we can make the show better so we definitely appreciate all the feedback all the love
0: there's been negative feedback and uh, not really everybody likes to fuck y'all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> joking Thank well you, damn guys. we appreciate all feedback as always so
1: <laughs> thanks um our first topic is <laughs> our first topic is gonna be um oh it's really like more of a plug but um by the time we put this out which will be later on this evening um tomorrow October 29th is going to be uh, a gig for this group that I put together called low maintenance uh, mm-hmm. we had we had the last time we performed together was August 23rd for the night yep, of yep. jazz for
0: the night of jazz sure yep. um,
1: so low maintenance is going to feature myself Toussaint Cena on drums Philip Leslie on guitar and vocals Claudia Logan on vocals Kamisha Jones on alto saxophone, Reginald Williams, on tenor saxophone, Justin Paris; on piano, and my man, Evan Strauss, on bass. Um, Please definitely come out and check us out. We're going to be playing at Bowery Electric at 8 p.m. Bowery Electric is located on Bowery Street in the city, uh, Lower East Side or Lower Manhattan. And uh, it's a fun space to get into. Uh, It's very hard to get into that place, so when people see you and they like you, and they want you to come perform there. It's always a good treat, and it's always not a good treat, but it's always a good thing, and um, that kind of shows me that we're on the right track. So, so
0: tell us, tell us how you guys <laughs> got into Bowery Electric. I love to hear the story. I'm not sure if you told me.
1: No. Um. So when you have a band, you gotta, in order for you guys to perform places, you have to send out what is called a press kit, mm-hmm. and that would be like with your YouTube videos. Or if you have an Instagram or Facebook, you would send that out so venues can see how many followers you have. Because one thing that they're going to want to check out is how many people can you bring to the establishment. Okay. So with us, because we don't have a social media account as of yet, but that's something that we're working on. um, I took videos or Kamisha had taken some videos of us playing at a night of jazz. And she had sent me the videos and I was able to send it out to some venues. So that's something I actually need to continue doing on doing for myself is just making sure we get it. Um, I want to say I want to try to get us at least one or two gigs a month, and with everything leading up to the Black Th- the next Black Thought event that we're thinking about doing, which is um, January twenty fifth, we're, we're looking for a venue right now. But that'll be the next time we'll have everything rocking out, and uh, with this time around, we're trying to make it bigger and better with the group. So I'm trying to see if I can get uh my brother's Virgil Boyce on trombone and my man Lloyd Griffith on trumpet. So I have a full horn section and just go for it. So definitely, definitely, definitely. If you don't make it out on the 29th, be on the lookout for the 25th and definitely be on the lookout for any sooner events that we're going to be doing because trust me, we're trying to... The- so you said
0: if not the 29th and the 25th?
1: If not the 29th, ninth and January twenty fifth, which is Got the, oh, the, Gen- the black the Black event that we're doing. But if not those two dates, then definitely sooner. I'm trying to make sure that I get it something for November and December. So um, you know, I'm definitely gonna try to plug us in on Word to the Blurred and um, for those of you guys who listen to Stoop Kids, you'll also be hearing about it also. Also big shout out to Stoop Kids, Cy and Drew doing their thing over there. Hopefully you guys Listen to the crossover episode and 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 dug it. I know some people were hitting me up like I didn't know you guys was this funny. And um, believe it or not, <laughs> Khalid and I are very funny outside of us trying to be serious on the recording. Um those of you guys that know us personally definitely know what we're talking about. And if you guys know Sign Drew and know us and you know how we get down together, then you know it's nothing but jokes. So definitely big shout out to Stu Kids Podcast.
0: Shout out! Shout outs!
1: Okay. Let's get the
0: let's get the ball rolling, man. What's what's the first topic, my dude? We got Arrowverse news, baby. Arrowverse news. Okay.
1: <laughs> so there's go. Uh, they're working on a new Superman television show that's in development with Tyler okay. Hecklin and I'm trying to remember the young lady that plays Lois Lane.
0: It's like Elizabeth something. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're on the right track.
1: They're um. No, uh, there have been reports saying that there's been an active development, so they're gonna have they already have like a story of where they want to go with it. So we might actually see a live action Jonathan Kent, nice. which, um, for those of you guys who are not sure who John Kent is, not only was that Superman's father's name, but, um, in the Road to Rebirth series, which takes place right after the New 52, super pre New 52, Superman and Lois Lane had a child, and, um, in some alternate reality, and they ended up coming into the New 52 reality, which leads up into rebirth, which you have Jonathan Kent, who is about 10 years old with superpowers, and then once Michael Bryan Michael Bryan Bendis took over for Superman, he ended up aging John up to like 17, 18. So. Um, it's it's gonna be good. I can't wait for it. I'm actually really excited. I like Tyler Heckland's take on Superman. I think yeah, I like him. As Superman. Um, he takes mixtures of Christopher Reeves, Dean Cain. I like his Clark Kent. His Clark Kent is amazing to me. I mm. really dig his Clark Kent. It's not too bumbling and clumsy, but it's not too masculine either. It's it's like at that that middle ground, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel that. I like like I'm I'm very excited. I think they're gonna call it Superman and Lois which is an interesting title and uh, i think the guy from uh who did the i think the second season of a flash is going to be possibly show running it and directing the first episode um i'm 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 excited i think this also kind of further solidifies that people really just don't fuck with henry cavill as superman man it, it kind of pisses me off i didn't love, even love give henry him cavill a they exactly even give him a it's like, just like they they get to give everybody else a fucking chance but henry cavill and it's really annoying but I, again, I'm here for it. I love Superman. I definitely watch the show. I love his Superman, and I hope it. I hope they really like kind of set it apart from Supergirl. I hope it doesn't have the same kind of tone and feeling from it. I mean, I understand it's gonna be in that, in that same world, but I really hope they really establish themselves on their own two feet and not feel like it's just. The same thing as Supergirl. Because I mean, as you guys probably know that I'm not the biggest fan of Supergirl. I'm pretty sure Tucson's not, not the biggest fan. I've n- not been a champion of Supergirl at all since, it came since the out. pilot. I remember it leaked too. I remember we watched the leaked pilot. I'm just like. I don't like this. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just wasn't digging it. it. I wanted to like it. I wanted to give it some love. But charge you uh, your
1: best. I will give you
0: that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a Supergirl dude at all. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm happy to hear this, and I'm here for it.
1: And I was a strong champion for it for a while. You
0: were, man. You were like Supergirl's not that bad. You should check it out. Watch Supergirl. It's like I don't and, know, like, bro. Season <laughs> not...
1: three. I was like,
0: uh, yeah, fuck, yeah. So. But, yeah, uh, that's good to hear. And it's always nice to hear that the CW universe is getting bigger and bigger. I mean, CW Arrowverse is getting bigger and bigger. I mean, honestly, these superhero shows are just going to end up ruling over all of the CW, man. I'm not mad at it. I mean, that's the majority of their shows are superhero shows. And, yeah, we're not mad at it at all. Also, remember,
1: they're getting ready to do Green Arrow and the Canaries.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. They're doing Green Arrow and the Canaries. Uh, That's probably, I imagine, I'll come on next year after the Arrowverse ends. And uh, I think, I mean, more info on that. We'll definitely talk about that soon. But yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, the universe just gets bigger and bigger. So uh, what's our next one?
1: Um, big shout out to Brandon Roth. As you Mm. know, um, he's leaving the Arrowverse for good, it seems like. I think he's getting ready to work on another project, I think, a sci-fi project. And speaking of that... Oh, do you know what it is? No, he hasn't released anything about it. But for those of you guys who don't know, Brandon Ralph played Superman in what two thousand and six. Six, yeah. Two thousand and six for Superman Returns, which didn't do well. But you know, I think if he had better story and better direction, it would have been great. But that's besides the point. But he later came on to Arrow, where he played Ray Palmer. But the thing about it is that he was originally supposed to play Ted Cord, Blue Beetle.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, not why did a lot they of people change that.
1: Um they couldn't get the rights in time, but you know how notice how they were always um referencing Ted Cord and Cord Industries throughout the whole Arrowverse. And any show you always hear about Cord Industries, that was going to be who they were gonna bring out and that's who Brandon Ralph was supposed to be. And then when you think about it, it all makes sense.
0: I think I would have liked him better as Blue Beetle to be. It would have been great instead of, instead of the Adam.
1: It would have been great. So he recently um Instagram the picture of his last day and they the the cast and crew of Legends of Tomorrow ended up doing like a, a big party for him. They made him a cake. That the icing was like uh, fan art. Okay. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. And I have to say like I'm definitely gonna miss him. Um I'm definitely gonna miss his character. His first arc when he was in Arrow was really, really good. And then you could kind of see has He went serious and slowly went into like depressing nerd into like just goofiness Mm -hmm. and legends. But I mean, you understand it because you and I always talk about it that Legends is a show that doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. So that's 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 a good aspect of it. But I wish they gave him more story. I really wish they gave him a new damn costume because he looked like the Arrow versus Iron Man. Yeah, like the
0: longest time. I was hoping they gave him something more streamlined. And then I think even, like, Cisco said something in one of the crossovers about him designing a new suit for him. And he just needed it. And it, it went world. nowhere. Like, <laughs> I thought, like, oh, finally, we're going to get something really cool and sleek. Nope. No. <laughs> what, the fu- what happened? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Because I really, I'm not digging. I Yeah, it's his and costume's not same my favorite costume. thing. Yeah, Fucking- everyone has had a costume yes, upgrade. Bro. Why has everyone. he not gotten one? He's
1: been shitting on Ray Palmer since... Arrow, baby, <laughs> niggas let Oliver Queen.
0: Even take the girl. Diggle has gotten a costume of At least up two and
1: three, right? <laughs> two and three. Diggle would play Red Light, Green Light by now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, they. I I mean, Ooh. I wouldn't say they dropped the ball, but I think there are certain things that could have been Better, and it was weird that like he can like grow any size. It kind of yeah. turned into. A, like a, a Ant Man situation, Ant Ant Man Giant Man situation. I was just like, oh. he doesn't even
1: no homo. He doesn't even grow that big in, in the in the comics.
0: Uh, yeah, I wasn't digging that. It was just uh, that was that always got audible groans like, from me. It,
1: it was it was a waste of potential because you it's just like Wally. Wally was a wasted fucking character, bro. <laughs> yeah.
0: We can Wasted, talk the-
1: <laughs> fucking wasted, yeah, bro. They, they oh. really, they really
0: messed up Wally West's character. And the then CW. you get
1: fucking Ralph Didney and Nora West Allen, and he said, like, "Oh, let me teach you how to use these powers, motherfucker." Where were you in <laughs> season motherfucking three when niggas was trying to when Wally was trying to figure shit out? Huh? Huh?
0: Busy fucking around with the Speed Force, Barry. <laughs>
1: fucking up timelines and shit like that. If you guys watch Arrow, you'll definitely understand what we're talking about.
0: <laughs> oh but yeah. Man. Long story
1: short, Ray Palmer is out of the CW Arrowverse. Yeah, all that just to get get back to that.
0: But yeah, I think like long story short, I think he actually would have been a better Ted Cord than a Ray Palmer. I actually would have loved to have seen him as Ted Kord because I think that I I just think that character is more suited for him than Ray Palmer. Yeah. But yeah. Uh. Best of luck to Brandon Roth. Yeah. Oh. Also, Stephen
1: Amell and, and um his cousin Robbie Amell. Mm-hmm. They're doing a sci-fi buddy cop movie. The or is it like a actually... short film or something? I don't know because I watched whole...
0: something like that and it was they were in it and then the guy from Fast and Furious was in it. I didn't. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I thought it was like a trailer for a short film. But yeah, Listen, I, hope, I, did. I I did. I hope see he that. catches
1: some some notoriety in in the film world because he's crushing it as Arrow. But yeah,
0: he he's already got a new TV show he's gonna do. Oh, so he's he's, it's gonna be the show on stars because he's like he's a huge fan of wrestling, so it's this uh, show about this family of wrestlers that he's gonna be doing. And I think he's gonna be the main star, and I think he's also producing it. So he's he. Oh, so he's
1: good. Yeah, he's great. All right, because, you know, you'd be worried about certain niggas when it comes down for shows to end, you know?
0: Yeah, no, yeah. like, But then again, like, they already made uh, so much money off these TV shows just because, you know, I mean, these shows are behemoths that make so much money off advertising and things like that, so. And plus, they always negotiate new deals, so, I mean, like, and I'm pretty sure it's a syndicated show now. So, I mean, it airs on TNT and all that stuff. So.
1: Oh, Arrow, yeah. So, so they're good. They, like, they always get checks. those
0: residual checks, so. Damn. But yeah, what's
1: up <laughs> 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 Like, when you think about it, it's just like, wait, let me take a second and really think about this. Like, you get paid for life. Wow. Okay, so, Watchmen. Let wow. me tell you, I done, I don't downloaded HBO now just so I can fucking watch this show, and I'm caught up.
0: It's Fantastic. I'm ready.
1: Oh my gosh, the way it started off was just—they talked about Black Wall Street, and then I had a feeling that Regina King's. Oh man, all right, listen, I'm, I'm gonna try to be let's as do, big as yeah, I let's can. do
0: reactions. Let's say like what we thought of the show, and then like maybe Next later time. we could do like a little, yeah, okay. story run through.
1: Listen. Watchmen is fucking amazing. I love how it's filmed. I love the premise of it. I like how they keep name dropping certain characters. I like the Easter eggs. I like the 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 reflections of the movie going into the TV show. I'm just really, 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 really fucking digging. It.
0: Mm. No, I oh, I thought my bad. I thought you were gonna continue, <laughs> but no, I I feel the same way. I mean, just as soon as the show started up, you know, you kind of knew that this was something very different. And they do pay homage to the comic book and the movie as well, but also sort of building their own kind of mythology as well. And I like how, I mean, this is in the trailer, so this is fine. How like the cops wear masks now to protect their identities and stuff like that. And it's 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 it, it's a really good show. I'm digging it. Um, I like it's one of those shows where. I feel like you have to watch multiple times to see if you catch everything. It's yeah. so like I've probably watched the first episode two or three times, and I've seen the second episode twice. So it's... I'm, I'm really in love with this show, and apparently it's, it's only going to be nine episodes, and apparently like the creator, Damien Lindelof, he's done... Uh, he, he's a huge sci-fi guy. He's done Lost.
1: He's really, a
0: huge yeah. Watchmen fan in general. Yeah, huge Watchmen fan. I believe he... I think he was a part of the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies, or he had something to do with them. But he's he's if you guys don't know him, look him up. Damian Lindbluff, he's a huge, huge nerd. He's a huge fan of Watchmen. He was saying that he only sees this being one season, like in his head, he only envisioned one season. Like oh one, fuck! Don't do that. One straight up, like kind of like, one straight up, kind of like isolated story. Of just nine or ten episodes and that's it, but I mean we'll, we'll see I what mean, happens. Fuck it, do
1: it like True Detective, man. Just...
0: Yeah, that would be kind of cool if they did like an anthology kind of show or like every season with a different cast of characters, different part of the country, in this Watchmen universe, you know, which which would be really cool. I'd I I was actually thinking about that myself earlier, and I I think I think it'd be a good move to do that. But then sometimes you know. I mean, you don't want to ruin a good thing. But, I mean, I think if they did three or four seasons, if it wanted to be, like, limited, take three or four seasons, maybe Dang, nine episodes. there's so each.
1: much story that you can expand yeah, it's, on. Yeah, it's so dense, off but that's the way he sees it. And one.
0: they did nine episodes, and we'll see what happens.
1: I mean, when we talk about the spoilers, we can talk about certain things that you could expand on. Just mm. with the captain alone, you can fucking expand on that. that. That's that's a whole story arc in itself. No facts. Um. Okay, so... <clears throat> Disney Plus, will you go for it? Will you not? How much is it? What are we going to do?
0: So, yeah, Disney Plus goes live, I believe, November, November 12th. So that's like, what, two weeks from now? Week and a half, two and a half weeks? Yeah, around November that? Two and a half. Yeah, so, I mean, it goes live. It's going to have the entire Disney catalog, so any Disney show or movie you could possibly think of will be on there, along with any Star Wars show, movie, We'll, we'll be on there as well, along with the same thing with the Marvel Universe. Um, they are going to be making their own movies as well. Uh, I'm sorry, their own shows as well. They'll be having a... Uh, the Mandalorian show will have its first episode when the app goes live. Um, and as you know, they're doing plenty of Marvel shows. They're going to have uh was it scarlet witch and vision or wandavision it's WandaVision, called they're having
1: captain falcon, Cap falcon. oh did you hear How, hawkeye and no it's yeah
0: it's Cap just hawkeye and, no it's it's isn't winter soldier and falcon
1: or, oh falcon oh, and winter soldier, winter soldier, and captain soldier
0: something yeah, Cap, like yeah
1: something like
0: that yeah and then uh the hawkeye yeah they're doing that moon night all these other shows and uh what, what were you gonna say
1: Bro, did you hear about her thinking about replacing Jeremy Renner because of, like, the allegations that his wife?
0: I heard on? that, too, but I don't think that's actually going to happen. Like, because I see a is lot of shit Disney on Instagram. Is. If it hasn't happened yet, I don't think it's going to happen. He I mean, is my name. I feel that, but I don't think it's going to happen. Like I feel like that's all just Instagram rumors because a lot of the shit I follow they just post dumb shit where it's just like I'll read it and I'm just you gotta take things at face value. But um, I don't know. I'm thinking about buying it. I don't know because all the shows I want to see on Disney Plus don't come on until like next summer. And if I buy it now, I mean, I West what West you know? And most of the Marvel shows, I mean, most of the Marvel things I want to watch, I kind of already own or have a way of already seeing them. So it's like do I really need to
1: So let me get this straight. Disney Plus is going to have every Marvel movie.
0: Everything, bro. Ooh. I mean Disney owns every Marvel. Wars, they National... own Star Wars. They like Disney owns Star Wars. Disney owns Marvel. You know, they yeah, own, I mean, they own National Pixar. Geographic also. Yeah, they they're going to have National Geographic stuff. National Geographic like remember they bought the whole Fox library as well. But a lot of their Fox stuff won't won't be on there. This would be straight. It'll probably be like more so Star Wars, Marvel, National Geographic stuff like that, and Pixar. So like, it's there's gonna be a lot of shit on there.
1: What has me interested about it is probably just the Mandalorian because I really want to see that first episode. Yeah, but it's not gonna be
0: worth me spending
1: seventy dollars for the year just for that one TV show. God knows I have enough streaming apps already.
0: Yeah, there was something I read that Verizon customers—they're talking about giving a year free uh, to Verizon customers for Disney Plus. I'm looking.
1: Cell phone or I think it's word. Verizon
0: files. so I'm looking into that now. I'm very curious about yeah, that. about that, buddy. but yeah, um, like I said, I think I'll probably pay for Disney Plus sometime next year. Okay. And then I'll try and try my best to see if I can find the Mandalorian somewhere on the internet. But I mean, from what I'm hearing, Disney's gonna have some crazy security on their app where you really can't take shows off there. But well, we'll see what happens. I mean, the internet's undefeated, so so, so I mean, Disney may be the empire, maybe like <laughs> just own everything, but the internet's the internet. I, my money's on the internet. Every <laughs> so time. I'm, I'm rooting for you, Internet. On November 12th, they have the first episode of The Mandalorian on Putlocker. Uh, couch Turner, or whatever, one of those websites where I watch my shit illegally.
1: <laughs> you better rat yourself out no, yeah. Stop.
0: um yeah, what's what's next?
1: So you and I were talking prior to when everything was going down about doing a comic book of the week and a movie of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to step into the movie of the week, or do you want me to do? I'll have me do we do
0: comic of the week,
1: okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do comic of the week. And for me, uh, well, comic of the week is not just going to be what came out recently, but it's also going to be what came out in the past. And what I was thinking about was justice league year one, which came out, which is a Mark Wade story. Um, I want to say it came out in the nineties. It's, it's just, it's an amazing book. It's, It's an amazing book. You can't, you can't get any better than this. It came out is originally published in nineteen ninety nine. The illustrators were Barry Christen and Brian Augustin, and they just recently did a um a deluxe special edition hardcover, which I bought, and it was it's, it was good. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wade is one of my favorite writers. He's responsible for uh, Wally West becoming the fastest man in the DC universe. Um, he was the one that wrote, that created the speed force that, that really catapulted Wally as like that, the fastest man alive, you know, he was the one that made Wally's identity public. He created Linda Park. He helped put impulse where he's at. Like all the flash family, like the reason why their bonds are so tight now is because of Mark Wade. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, JLA year one has to do with the first, um, the first team of the JLA, which would be The Flash, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, Black Canary, Martian Man's Hunter, and Aquaman. And it just talks about their their claim into being who they were, becoming legends in their own right. It's an amazing story. Amazing story of a right to passage, um, the right to choose who they are, the right to to just be the best heroes that they can be. You're really gonna enjoy it if you guys ever take the time to
0: check it out. Nice, nice. Okay, I am. Um, that's a good one. So uh, I'll do my movie of the week. Um, so I think my movie of the week would probably have to be. I'll say Inception.
1: Oh, that's my shit.
0: I was recently kind of like watching the special features of it, and just how like how big that movie was, and just like how innovative it was.
1: Oh, you was watching the no movies anyway?
0: Yeah, uh, just like the creativity behind it and how they shot it and the kind of tricks they did to. You know certain camera angles to make things look one way when it was really another, and it's just like it's it's an amazing sci-fi movie. I mean, again, just the cast is fantastic. It's a great story, and it's just it's it's not based off of anything. It's not taken from anything. It's 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 this straight up original story that's come from someone's mind. You know what I mean? Especially in a time where nowadays everything's made up of like a comic book or it's a sequel or a prequel to something or a complete reboot. This is just, just original work constantly coming out of Christopher Nolan's head. So I'd, I'd probably say that's probably the movie of the weekend. it's definitely worth worth a watch for sure.
1: Best time to watch it. I mean, watching anytime is really is a good movie, but um, for those of my people that might drink a little, some you watch that movie and you're you a little smacked. You just gonna be like, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh, this is fucking dope."
0: Amazing, yeah. That's... Really good movie. Great score. Just good action. Hans
1: Zimmer did music for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Hans Zimmer.
0: Hans me. Zimmer. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite movies. Yeah,
1: that's really dope. Do you have? Um, while we stop a little time, is there another movie that you would wanna? Oh, I got one. If there is, what's one movie if you could choose to reboot? What would you reboot? Um.
0: Because
1: you know how there's movies that you need to leave alone? Like, they never should have rebooted RoboCop.
0: Yeah, that was a bad movie. I mean, that that could have been good if they did it right. Because just the way our society is, I think there are ideas in RoboCop that have carried on to today which it would have been interesting to see how they portrayed them in a modern age. But um, what would I reboot? Shit. This may sound weird, but like, even though we kind of already got a sequel to it, I would reboot independence day. Mm. I would love to see like a reboot of that movie just cause I kind of like those kind of disaster alien invasion type of movies. I don't think they make them a lot anymore or, at, or at all, to be honest. And I would just love to see how they do it. But I I would like to see them kind of take it back a bit, like don't really rely too much on CGI, kind of like look at what the original movie did and just slightly improve upon that. Which I think was so cool is that I feel like they try to do a lot of like uh, practical, practical, wow, sorry, practical. event. uh, I cannot speak practical effects. Like kind of like real explosions. They built miniatures and blow and blew them up, which is what, I mean, fun fact, what George Lucas did with a lot of his original Star Wars prequels is that he built miniatures of things and like, which is what they do in film today, which is kind of cool to make it look like it's like an actual building blowing up. But um, yeah, just a lot of miniatures and just just this just this big kind of like survival extinction level action movie. You know, I don't think they do stuff like that anymore. So I kind of love to see a reboot of independence. Day, I think that'd be kinda cool.
1: Okay. I think for me, I was just thinking about it as you was talking, but do you remember this movie called Drive with mm-hmm. Kareem Harnison and Mark Doskiss?
0: I don't remember the uh the story real, but I remember the actors in a bit. Yeah.
1: That's a movie that I would do. Um Drive was about this guy who was part of the Chinese government, who was part of this uh, elite squad that had like a bio engine in him. Which made him stronger faster than a lot of other people and he was trying to make it to this uh this company that was trying to re-engineer or reverse engineer the bioweapon or the bioengine and he was going to be the one that was going to sell sell it for whatever and he picks up kareem Hardid, Hard, hardison and they end up going on this huge ass road trip but i think that you know, looking back, I feel like the story could have been way deeper than what it was. Mm-hmm. It was an action comedy, but I would love to still have an action comedy, but still some seriousness into it. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys ever get a chance, look up Drive.
0: Check out Drive. All right. All right. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal.
1: Listen, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, definitely follow us on Instagram, please. Um... Let all your nerdy friends about it, all your friends listen to the Marvel movie news and the DC movie news and just things that's going on in general. Just yeah. put them on.
0: And give them the, let us know again when uh, about your show. Give us the date and where it's at. All right.
1: Oh, sorry. Low Maintenance, Bowery Electric. Uh, we hit at 8 and we play until about 8.45, 9 o'clock. So rock out with us. All right. Much love.
0: Thank you, guys. Take care. Ace.